Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for November 6, 2018. Now, before I get into the message, I just want to, uh, you know, kind of acknowledge the fact that today is Election Day in the United States of America. I know people watch this all over the world, but in the United States where I live, uh, today we will have our midterm elections. So I'm just going to say two things about that, and then I'll get into the word. First thing is, I'm, I'm never going to share my personal political views as a man of God. That's just not good wisdom. Um, what I would say is that you should vote, right? At the end of the day, uh, as a believer, if you have the right to vote, please vote. Be part of the process. And then number two, please, come on now. You could, be, you could disagree without being disagreeable. Um, this is a terrible season. I mean, from a, from a division perspective, please don't be divisive. Operate in the love of God. You, God lives in you. Romans 5 and 5 says that the love of God was shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. If you're born again, you have God's love in you. Please operate in the love of God. And be an example of God's love. You don't have to agree with everybody, but you don't have to be like, you know, divisive because of it and never just allow a vote to separate you from someone. All right. All right. I got that out of the way. Let's get into the word. So I've been teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God. This is part 47 of the overall series and part 19 of the life of David. Today, we're going to cover 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 48 through 51. And the title of today's message is Taking God Public. As a believer... You must get to the point where you have the audacity to take God public and say what God reveals before it comes to pass in the earth at the risk of looking foolish. So let's take a look at it. Once again, David uh, says to Goliath, today the Lord is going to conquer you and I'm going to cut your head off. And, and he said this with complete confidence in God. It was His confidence was not in him. His confidence was in the God who called him, who had anointed him for such a time as this. This was a teenage shepherd boy. He had nothing but a slingshot, a stone, right? A shepherd's staff and the grace of God. And think about it. Goliath was a Philistine, battle-tested, nine-foot-tall, hardened, elite soldier. This would be like, like a paper boy today going up against a member of SEAL Team 6. I mean, that's how ridiculous this was. I mean, this guy, Goliath, was, was, was dressed to the nines, ready for, for battle. And David was dressed like he was hanging out with his sheep. And so it didn't matter because the grace of God was on him. The odds were against David, but the grace of God was on him. And this is exactly how God sends us into situations where the odds are against us, where everything is stacked, stacked up against us, where it doesn't look like we should come out victorious at all. And then he sends us in to get the victory so that at that point, people have to acknowledge, man, that wasn't him. That wasn't her. That was the grace of God. That was the hand of God. David went into the Valley of Elah with a slingshot and a stone and the hand of God on his life. And because God was with him, it wasn't even a fair fight. David was being led of God. So he knew that the grace of God was on him for the victory. David had already seen, and I've, I've already made this point, but I'm going to keep driving it home. David had already seen himself in the spirit. God revealed it to him. He already saw himself cutting Goliath's head off. And so he had the audacity to say it out loud in front of everybody. I'm going to cut your head off, even though he didn't even have a sword, but he saw it. And so he said it. See, our present is heaven's past. Heaven gave David a glimpse of his future and he saw himself cutting Goliath's head off. And then he had the audacity to say it. He had remarkable faith. He had the faith to say it out loud in front of everybody. David took God public. 
And so anybody can say it after it happens. This happens a lot in church. You want to come up and give a testimony after it's already done. Anybody can do that. Anybody can give God post-performance praise. Anybody can give God a post-performance testimony. But what about some pre-performance praise? I mean, this guy went out there and had the audacity to say it before he did it because God revealed it to him in his heart. He, it was something that was down in his heart and he had the audacity to say it. And just like that, uh, he not only did he say it, but he went to go do it. He walked out and the Bible says that he went down into the valley. And as Goliath got closer, David didn't run from the giant. The Bible says he ran to the giant. He started running out to meet him. He reached into his shepherd's bag and he put one of those five smooth stones into his slingshot. And he started winding up his slingshot and he released the stone. The Bible says that the stone hit the giant boom, on the forehead, and it sank into his head, and the giant fell face down into the ground, just like that. And so, just in one second, I'm talking about a giant that had been menacing these people, menacing, uh, menacing Saul and Israel for 40 days, twice a day, for 40 days, he came out talking smack. 80 times, he had terrorized Saul, terrorized the entire army of Israel, and this shepherd boy, Killed that giant that had been causing all of this ruckus in a second with a slingshot and a stone. But wait a minute. That's not what he said. He said, I'm going to cut your head off. So after the giant was face down on the ground, the Bible says that David ran over there, took the, the, the giant's sword out of his sheath and then used the sword to kill him and then used the sword, the sword to cut his head off. And he did exactly what God said he was going to do. He did exactly what God revealed to him that he was going to do. He did not only did he see it, not only did he say it, but then he did it. I'm talking about taking God public and then having the audacity to launch out to go do what God revealed and what you had the strength to say. So what does this mean to you today? It's a Tuesday morning. Yes, you got the elections. You got a bunch of stuff going on. But what does this mean to you personally today? I have three things to share with you on today that I believe are going to be a blessing to you. You ready? Here we go. Open up your heart now to receive. Number one, our present is God's past. I've made this point before, but I keep driving it home. Your future is God's past. You got, you got to get that down in your heart. God has already been to your future. He's already visited it. He's already seen it. Ecclesiastes 3, 3 and 15 says that everything that is has already been and everything that will be has already been, and God seeks that which has passed by so that history repeats itself. God is seeking, when he looks at your life today, he's seeking that which has passed by. He already saw it, so now when he's looking at your life today, he's looking for what he saw. He's looking for history to repeat itself. He's looking for what he revealed in heaven to manifest itself in the earth in your life. So he is looking for what he saw. So God can show you. He can give you a glimpse of your future. He can grab something from three months from now and show it to you today. He can grab something from three years from now and show it to you today. He can grab something from, you know, 30 years from now and show it to you today. He can give you a, a dream while you're sleeping and open vision while you're awake. He can send somebody to give you a prophetic word. God has lots of ways to reveal his plans and purposes to you. But when he reveals it to you, he's showing you that from his perspective, it is already done. And as a believer to live by faith, we must have the ability to see it, to believe it. To watch this, uh-oh, say it before it happens, right? To, to take God public and then to launch out in faith to bring it to pass. That's how we're supposed to live. Number two, please don't be afraid to take 
God public. Faith is something you say. Faith is something you do. Faith is a seed that you sow all based on something that God revealed to you about your future. Let me say that again. What is faith, Rick? Faith is something you say. Faith is something you do. Faith is a seed you sow based on something that God revealed to you about your future. So now I'm acting today based on what God revealed to me about my future because he's already been there. And so now I'm living in the present based on what God revealed to me about the future. And so I'm making my decisions now based on what God revealed to me. And that is the life of faith. When the Lord shows you your future and you have the audacity to believe it and the audacity to say it and to take God public, knowing that if God doesn't do it, you're going to look stupid. You're going to look foolish. It is at the risk of looking foolish that God sends you out there. God wants you to say it before, before he does it. So that, so now all the pressure is on him, not on you. And, and so I've been now out there many times, Lord, if you don't do this thing, David said, I'm going to cut your head off. What if, what if it didn't happen? David said, I'm going to cut your head off. If that didn't happen, he was going to look foolish, but God will send you out there at the risk of looking foolish. And that that is the life of faith. You must have the audacity to say it before it happens, because once you do that, now God is going to get the glory. If you, if you don't say it and God does it, God is going to be glorified. But if you say it before it happens and then God does exactly what you said, oh my God, other people are like amazed. Oh, wow. That's, that's exactly what you said, Rick. Uh, wow. Wow, now they get amazed. They acknowledge God. God is glorified. Why? Because you had the audacity to take God public. Number three, and finally, the bigger the challenge, the greater the glory. The reason why God sends you into impossible situations, the reason why God waits until things get so bad that you can't do it, that the doctors can't help you, that the lawyers say that they can't do it, that you don't have the finances for it. God will wait till a situation gets so bad so that he can get maximum glory out of the situation. God sends you into impossible situations so that he can be glorified in, with, and through your life. He wants to get the glory. God sent you into this planet so that you can glorify him. There is nothing he can't do. There is nothing too hard for God. There are many things that are too hard for us, but what God does is he wants to do the impossible. He wants you to see the invisible. He wants to perform the impossible in, with, and through your life so that he can be seen. He can be glorified. He can be acknowledged so that people can say there is a God and, and looks, and I saw God. I didn't, I can't put my hand on God, but I saw God working in your life. That's how we're supposed to live. So when you're facing something, maybe you're facing something this morning right now, that's too big for you. When you're facing something that's too big for you, your confidence has to be in God. I ask God to show you what he already planned from the foundations of the world. And if he reveals it to you, then you have the audacity. You got to have the audacity to say it, to believe it, to receive it, and then to launch out in faith, to bring it to pass in the earth. This is how we are supposed to live. We are called and commanded to walk and live by faith. Let's close this message out now with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this, say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. Now I expect to receive everything that you reveal. What is future to me is past to you. So you reveal to me what is going to happen before it happens. And I have the faith to receive it. Believe it, declare it, and walk out into it. 
I even have the faith and the audacity to take you public. I head into this day and every day, Father, ready to walk and live my, by faith with my full confidence in you. I will say whatever you tell me to say. I will do whatever you leave me to do. And I am fully relying on your grace to flow through me so you can be glorified. Your name can be magnified. And so Satan can be horrified. Glory to God through my life and living. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button there. Subscribe, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you as you head into this day. Listen, I'm telling you, open up your heart to God's dream as he reveals things to you. Have the audacity to take God public at the risk of looking foolish. And when you do, he's going to flex. He's going to say, my son, my daughter, they really believe me. They believe me so much that they said it before I did it. And because they said it, I'm going to do it now and I will be glorified in their life and in their living. And then do me a favor. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. You have an amazing day today. And don't forget to vote and to walk in love with everyone, even those who don't agree with your political views. God bless you.